When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Homestead Sports. I'm Albert Vartanian. On today's show, we got a lot to talk about, starting with Connor Bedard. Everybody's going crazy about Bedard. After his first week in the NHL, the hype train is for real. But is he overhyped, underhyped, or properly hyped? That's a discussion I'm going to have with Justin Pooney and Sean McCormick, who will join me shortly. We'll talk about that. His first week in the NHL was, was something I haven't seen in a long time. In terms of promotion and marketability, ESPN and everybody in the States went above and beyond to build this guy up. And I think they've done a pretty good job, but the hype... I think is a bit much. We'll get to that conversation. We'll talk about predictions for him for the rest of the season, his goal prop and his points prop, and what to actually expect by the time this guy's career is done. Some are calling for this guy to win multiple Stanley Cups, Hart Trophies, Ted Lindsay's, breaking scoring records. We'll see what's going to happen, but we'll discuss that coming up later on in the show. Also, with it being Friday the 13th, we thought we'd have some fun, and I looked up some of the weirdest and oddest athlete superstitions and a lot of it has to do funny enough with urine guys drinking pee peeing on their hands jason giambi wearing a golden thong a basketball player clipping his nails on the bench during basketball games so we'll talk about that we'll rank those we're gonna have a little bit of fun and we'll wrap up the show with some nfl picks me justin and sean are gonna run through our locks and gut picks for nfl week six so stay tuned and don't forget this is homestand sports and i'm albert vartanian Connor Bedard. Everybody's a little bedarded right now. Are you bedarded, Justin Pooney? I think Bedard's got the worst nickname in hockey history. What's that? I hate this whole thing with the just adding an S or a YS to every, like Bedsy. What kind of nickname is that? Be creative. Okay, we'll get to that. You're jumping the gun a little bit. <laughs> Sean McCormick, Hamilton's own oh, thank Sean you. McCormick. Are I, you bedarded? Not really. Not bedarded. No. All right. Firstly, I, firstly, I don't know what that means. Okay. <laughs> bedarded are Connor Bedard fans. I made it up. It probably doesn't exist. All yeah, right. Yeah. So here we go. Connor Bedard, after his first week in the NHL, one goal, one assist, overhyped, underhyped, properly hyped. I think properly hyped, but he has to be overhyped. That's how you're going to grow the game. People are, I saw people on Twitter and Instagram say, why is Bleacher Report? Why is House of Highlights acting like this guy's Victor Webbiniana? Well, he is. Right? Like, this is good for the NHL. The fact that, you know, what happened in the opening face-off, right? Where, you know, Crosby acknowledged him, the ref acknowledged him. Also, that's good for the game of hockey. Storylines sell in sports, right? This whole thing about, like, um, is he getting too much? No. Put him on everything. Put this game of hockey everywhere. I thought the NHL ESPN coverage on opening night was fantastic. Like, that was a cool moment. The ref I mean, mic'd up, Sid yeah. mic'd up. Bedard mic'd up, but I've never seen anything like this. Like all over ESPN, he was on the Pat McAfee show. Mm -hmm. uh, PK Subban, I think, was on first up. He was on, yeah, uh, the first get up, up. Get first up. Take. Uh, get up, yeah, get break, up, get up. Breaking down hockey plays. Yeah. And then you had on the Pat McAfee show, there's a hockey is awesome segment, which is great. The first time I've ever seen a player. 
do intermission interviews for every single intermission in the game. Mm-hmm. That hasn't happened before. And also, the Bleacher Report and uh, they had like a, you know a Crosby and Bedard answering you know funny questions of pop culture. Now it was hella corny and it was whack, right? But the NHL needs more of that. That's how you're gonna grow the game, right? If you want this game to pick up, to it's probably never gonna touch the NFL or the NBA or college football. But if it could be like you know everybody's third or like third option for pro sports, right? That's a really good sign, right? Um, and like I gotta say, there's a whole this this game of hockey. It's so, we're so glad it's back. It's the best game to watch out of every sport, in my personal opinion. Better. I'm than surprised ba- hearing you say that. I thought you'd say basketball. No, hockey's way better to watch oh, than basketball. Okay. Way better. I learned something new every day, yeah. especially the playoff product. But uh, he's underhyped. It's all been underhyped. Underhyped. The under the whole NHL is underhyped. Everything about it. It and it and now and, and what Justin's bringing up is that they're finally starting to get behind it. But it's still underhyped. It's a big problem the NHL's had for years, marketing. They can't market the game. The Americans don't care. Now they're finally starting to care. And it's important. Like, the viewership numbers show they're up mm-hmm. like 45%. Mm-hmm. Like, now you'll see. If you ask me this question in a few years with the next star, and I, there's probably not going to be a Connor Bedard for another five years, like, generational talent, exemptions is into the WHL. Like, he's a stud. He has the ability to be the next Connor McDavid, for sure. Um but it's still underhyped. It's still not near where it needs to be. It's similar to what you talked about with Shohei Otani. Right. Like something that you realize is so, so special and gets decent media coverage for the sport, but it's still not, to me, garner enough attention. Because, again, not to say like that it's a, it's a bigger story, but the Taylor Swift stuff is getting way more attention and it deserves it because of who That's, that person is. Yeah. But as at a sporting level, at a sporting level, Connor Bedard is up there with Victor Wembanyama. Absolutely. He should be up there with Shoy Otani and he has to obviously prove it. Yeah, right. Market's important too, right? Chicago is a huge market and in the NHL. You look at the related back to football, like Caleb Williams is saying that, you know, he, cause he's so big, his personality is so big at college football. Right, he's about to stay in college. Right, Shadur Sanders is making four point eight million dollars in NIL money as a college athlete. Right, when these young athletes are coming to the pros, it's all about how they're put on that pedestal and marketed, like you said, Sean, to us. For the fact that the remember, remember it was during the draft, ESPN did like that E sixty thing on Connor Bedard too. Right, yeah, yeah, like that is how this game is going to grow. And I agree with you, Sean. Hockey's been under hype for years, but because the personalities in the game are so whack. Yeah, right. It made news nationally in Canada that Connor McDavid was pissed off after the game against the Canucks because the Canucks put in their backup goalie with 10 minutes left. And he said, and he was mad because he showed an ounce of personality, right? What do we ever hear from Sidney Crosby? Nothing, right? We The city of Toronto got fired up because Matthews and Steve Simmons got in beef the other day, right? And it wasn't even a beef. It wasn't even a beef. It really. was a simple question. Exactly. And I think, like you said, Sean, that's the, the on top of what you're saying, excuse me, is the personalities of the game have to grow. And I think... Well, with, but Dart has no personality. No. None. I, Zero. I, none. I was about to say that. Like, that's, it's all, it's that's, all, This is all pure. This is all through the media. Yeah. yeah. ESPN, like I said, is doing a great job. But I mean, he's definitely 1 million percent overrated. And it's not on him. It's on everybody else. When he scored that first goal... Against Boston, yeah, 
a little stinger popped up a graphic on the screen that said chasing greatness. It had Gretzky 894 that. goals, Bedard won. We've <laughs> never seen that. It's, They're putting him on another level. But they have to. And I kind of feel bad for him in a way because how are you going to live up to those expectations? You think Listen, I'm sure you watched the clip of uh, Doc Rivers mm -hmm. talking about Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. He's like, when, when Jordan came into the league, it took him seven years to win his first championship. Mm -hmm. But he didn't have the same expectations as LeBron James. LeBron James' expectations immediately when he came into the league was to be the best player ever. And he overachieved. And that's yeah. what Doc Rivers said. But, and I feel like this is the same thing with Bedard. His expectations are so high, they're almost unreachable. Alexander Ovechkin is one of the best players to ever play the game. He has one Stanley Cup. Yeah. I've seen media members and former players saying Bedard is going to win multiple cups, three, four cups. Yeah, but they said the same 800 thing goals. Same thing with McDavid, same thing with Crosby. Remember Crosby, when he came in, it was after the lockout, right? Right. He, a whole year was pented to hype up Sidney Crosby. But Remember? he's lived up to his expectations. He has, right? Connor McDavid has lived up to the hype, right? You could think with Mary Lemieux, lived up to the hype. Eric Lindros, to a certain extent, lived up to the hype, right? When you look at these generational talents, right? They, they they generally do because look at it he, when you watch Connor Bedard play this week he didn't look out of place whatsoever even though he's smaller than everybody else yeah, on the ice he's right? nasty but he he has all the requisite skills to play at a high level now it's up to the Chicago Blackhawks to take that generational talent like they did with Patrick Kane and John of the Tapes and build the right team around him right and watch I'm telling you right now if the Blackhawks get good in a Rigel Six franchise like you mentioned in Chicago with this new media market and the way the media is now, this is what the NHL wants. They want a superstar in a massive U.S. market. The best player in the world is in Edmonton. And respect to Edmonton, but nobody gives a you-know-what about the Edmonton Oilers outside of Edmonton. No, I 100% I, agree. I got to call him out a little bit. For, firstly. What if he was in they, Vancouver, Justin? No. No, no firstly, no. So you you said this. I'm going to use your own argument oh, with Shohei okay. Otani. He doesn't want anything. What does Connor McDavid won? Yeah, he's one of the greatest players. Connor McDavid's made it to the playoffs. He's made it to the conference finals before. <laughs> there you go. The argument's done there. Yeah. But the, th the thing with Connor McDavid, it's clear that he's better than everywhere else. Yeah. yeah. It, it passes that eye test. You yeah. watch him play, he's better. Like, he, he can walk to 150 points. Well, you look at the sports books, they had like props with 110 points, and McDavid's not even on there because the given he's going to get 110 points. Yeah. Right? He's going to get 130, 140 points a season. That's just how good he is. He is. Now, he didn't look that good on, on yeah. Wednesday night. But NHL's smart, though, with Bedard. Like, if you look at the Blackhawks' schedule, it, most of it's on the road. So, start off in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. So, him against Crosby. Perfect for opening night. Then you go to Boston. Then you go to Montreal on a Saturday night and follow that up with a game against the Toronto Maple Leafs. They know exactly what they're doing. I, this has been maybe some of the best marketing I've seen from the NHL at I don't know, like, when? When's the last time you've seen the NHL promoted this way? No, they, they, they haven't in a long time. You can it, go it, way back to the old school mm -hmm. NHL and ESPN, well, which the, was cool, but no one cared. tracker? Yeah. That's what they're trying yeah, to... That was on Fox. That's, oh, that's what Fox. they're trying to get back to, too, right? Like, um, they, they're going to try to get back into the World Cup. They're going to try to get back to the Olympics. Mm -hmm. And that's what we talked about, too, with baseball. Is like, when the World Baseball Classic was happening, the world was paying attention to baseball. I watched... So, like, the NHL needs to do the same thing to attract new generation of fans, new generation of players, um, and, and that, that, that way they'll be able to market the game to the global audience. Right now, like, they're starting to break into the U.S. market. They have some European markets, mm -hmm. but, you know, Asia doesn't really care about hockey. Well, America doesn't really care about hockey. Back to the World Baseball Classic. No one actually cared about that until the last game. 
The only reason people cared because we the the, the narrative was there that Otani had a chance to face Mike, Mike Trout. Trout, and it worked out perfectly. It was yeah. like scripted, right? You have Otani and the final out strikes out Mike Trout. It was still all over Twitter, but yeah, I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, that, Definitely, these guys need to get back to the Olympics because yeah. that, that's fantastic hockey. Anytime you can get a nation of fans behind a team, it's going to do well, yeah. clearly. World yeah. Cup, whatever you want to And I think the biggest thing, though, is, is back to just personality. This game has no person. The, ga- the game itself. Well, that's why the media coverage has to ramp up so much. And I don't maybe it's the NHL that has to do something to get players more active on social media. Now, that's Bro, a personal. You blow your nose? No, I, I've been. I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> right. The weather's been changing. It's some weird stuffs going on. My congestion or whatever. But when you look at the NHL, right? And this has been such a pet. Like I played hockey my whole life, right? I I love this sport like nothing else, right? The what fa- position I was a center. Oh, but I was not a two-way center. I would stand at the blue line <laughs> and wait for the it. puck to come off the boards and just go like that. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But football, basketball. Even baseball, we saw it with the Braves and the Phillies that added the personality added to it. Oh, made that series. Yeah, I agree. Bryce Harper with yeah, the Deion Sanders, you know, the Deion Sanders shirt and stuff like that. When you add personality to your sport, then your best players that have personality, people are going to attract it. The sport itself, hockey, you take anybody to the game, they are amazed by it. If they've just watched it, like, holy cow, this is fast, skilled. Speed, so it's fast hitting, hitting, right? And it's it's end to end. There's action. no downtime. Exactly. Right, and it also helps. I mean, when you have you know Charles Barkley bigging up the game as much as he exactly. has been, TNT does a great job too. I absolutely love I th- it. Honestly, ESPN, TNT, everybody in the states, all those networks in the states do a much better job than what we do here in Canada. Well, it's Canada, the truth. Canada true. didn't have to do anything because people were. But watching. it's so dull. Like on opening, people were watching mm-hmm. on though, opening right? night, right? It's on SportsCenter here in, in Toronto and pre. Intermissions and posts were all in the Sportsnet studio, but during the game, it was the ESPN broadcast, which I found interesting. ESPN on Sportsnet, but yeah. I wanted like to continue that ESPN coverage because it was like watching the hockey, listening to the commentators. It was like peak, um, and then intermission hits, and it's just like a drop down in level. It looked and that's sharp, no, though, right? It looked sharp. It looked great, and that's no <laughs> no disrespect to any of the anchors or the former players. It's just the, the level of energy and excitement and passion production in production was so much better on the American side. Yeah. I mean, well, Canadians need to do something to change when it When you up. saw like what Biz was doing, he was reading the commentary uh, at the Biz intermission. Biz is great, man. I love it. Gretzky giving the stories that he was doing, you know, on, on the intermission. Stuff like that. That, For example, we talk about watching the game in Canada. I do not watch the game on Canadian TV. I watch it on American TV. Oh. Because I refuse to watch whatever. You gotta send me those links. Man. I'll send you. I'll send you my guy. He'll come to your house oh, and install. Oh, it I need. I need one of those. Honestly, I'm playing, paying for too many networks, yeah, dude. I need one both, package. I'll here. get you guys both set up. They should worry. do like a biz nasty cast on the side, like they do with Manning. Oh, don't, they totally. Don't, could. They don't be surprised when they do. Well, ESPN is doing the Frozen Frenzy. Yes, which, which is, is like Red Zone. With, is amazing. Sick. Amazing so idea, sick. right? Who knows if it's gonna work? But the fact that ESPN has the fortitude and the worldwide leader, but the fact they're doing stuff like that shows you that. Okay, well, people in the they, NHL are they, thinking now. They, How are we not doing this in Canada? They care, because, like Sean said. They, they care. don't, and and because they have the platform, like like ESPN Plus is huge, right? And they want people to subscribe, but they don't have a ton of content. But they're going to broadcast eleven hundred of the thirteen hundred NHL games on ESPN Plus. Yeah. Mm. So like, there's a, I mean, that's a ton of content. So they have to put the marketing dollars behind, and they're paying the NHL to air it anyways. Yeah. This could be the best year for hockey. 
in a long time. I'm be. very excited for this season. And, and, there, and so All-Star game in Toronto, by the way, which I yeah. forgot until opening night. Yeah. There's so I, many good players. Kind of weird. Uh, they were whack, right? Yeah, why? The color clash and stuff like that. Like, keep it blue and white. Like, the orange patch on their shoulder. I did like that. Yeah, like you guys said, there's so many good players. You've got young players. You've got Bedard. Oh, yeah. You've got McDavid. Jack you've got Dreisaitl. Mm-hmm. You've got, you know, the older aging veterans that were superstars in Ovechkin and Crosby. You've got, like, the middle of the pack guys like your Austin Matthews and your Whoa, McKinnon. Oh, middle of the pack. Middle of the pack. He's been around for a few years. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, watch yeah. your tone. Oh, the middle of the pack. Come on. He's this like might a, be the best year in the Leafs. Probably win the cup, which is crazy, right? Okay. Oh, here he goes. He is still high off that eight-one win over the oh, Edmonton yeah. Oilers. I know the Canucks say it's steamrolled on Saturday by the Oilers, but like eight-one, four goals by Brock Besser. What a night! Don't well sleep done. on the Canucks this year. Oh I'm not God. sleeping. I, no, no, I'm, I'm telling him. I'm, I'm asleep. I'm, I'm already sleeping. Yeah, you guys are sleeping. I'm in bed. I'm like, tucked in. Right I now. like yeah. the Canucks, man. Uh, okay, let's wrap this up quickly. Predictions after Bedard's first week. So his goal prop is thirty-one and a half goals, points seventy-one and a half. Let's start with goals. I feel like he gets over the 31. I, <clears throat> Good players on bad teams, right? Yeah, I would say he hits maybe 33 goals this year. Okay, so over. 33. John. Uh, under. It's going to hurt him that Taylor Hall's out for a bit. Um, I'm going to take the under uh, and the over on his points because he's on half. he's on a point a game pace through two two, yeah. two games and but the th- the fact is they're playing him on the power play he's got like 21 minutes of ice time and, and he's that, shooting the puck a shooting lot the 11 shots through two games as well so. I did see in that first game, he got hit. I can't remember who hit him. And he stayed on the ice for a little bit, and they zoomed into his face. He looked like, oh, shit, like that's an NHL hit. So I wonder how many of those he can take until well, it starts to bother him. He won't have to worry bit. about playoff hockey for a while, so he'll be all right. <laughs> they, you never know. I'm, no, dude. They're done. They're done? They well, they're not. Well, they're done as far as this year. Yeah, they're not making the Corey Perry and Felino gone at the deadline, probably? Probably. Why not? Yeah, Leafs pick, up, Leafs pick young, up Corey Perry at the deadline? What a story that would be. Well, I mean, what's he, $4 no, million? Thank no, thank you. Yeah. Well, I would. What? I just. He's a snake, man. I don't want him on the squad. Dude, you want to come to come to deadline if if uh, Chicago eats like half or three quarters of his salary. You take Perry for a Revo too for a cup run. Why not? He's been there before. I just hate him. (laughs) Anyway, well, that's that. Okay, so let's take a little break and coming up after the break, we'll uh, we'll have a little fun. Athlete superstition that involves a lot of pee for some reason. (laughs) Okay, boy, so I've handed you a sheet, yeah. and I found the 10, well, at least what I think, are the 10 weirdest athlete superstitions. And there's a lot of them. A lot of them, like I said, involve urine and pee. <laughs> the first one here, Moises Alou, former Expo, fantastic baseball player. He never wore gloves when he, when he was at bat. So yeah. he would pee on his hands to harden the skin on his hands. And he's been backed up by players as well. Jorge Posada, remember the catcher for the yeah, Yankees? Yep. He goes, yeah, I wouldn't shake my hand after a game, is what he said. Sorry? It's- <laughs> sure, James Sharman is just okay. in the building. All right, James Sharman is in the building. Um, yeah, so anyway, this guy had an 18-year career, batted over 300, but pissed on his hands every other game. Okay. It does, I mean, did it work? Well, clearly, 18-year career, man. The yeah, guy's but, got a World Series, 2,000 hits, 300 plus home runs. Like, is it like? But does does peeing on your hands work, or is it just like no. he had calluses so, through because he was so, using his hands so all the time? A, a doctor like, has looked at this. He's like, it would actually make your hands softer. Yeah, yeah that makes sense like, to me. But listen, this, I, I think Vladimir Guerrero's done it too. Not Junior, his pops. Just, I think he's done it too. Imagine no. just like, like you just like when you're taking a leak, you just put your hand right there and you put in like a like. One of those? Ah, Lather, rinse, repeat. Yeah, All right, next much. one. Jason Giambi. 
and his teammates wore a gold thong to bust out of slumps. It's not that weird because baseball players are kind of weird anyway. So the golden thong, he said, is legendary. It's never not gotten a hit. Even Jeter used it. Jeter said he was 0 for 32 and hit a homer on the first pitch. And that's the only time he's worn. Imagine how uncomfortable that would be though, like wearing. But they that. wear it over the pant, not over the uh, over the, the boxers and shit. Oh, they don't just yeah. go straight thong. Okay. All right. A lot of professional athletes wear the thong. You know, a lot of professional wrestlers yeah, wear a thong. Yeah, yeah, a lot. How, who? Who? Oh, Billy Gunn. He wears yeah, but that was thong? part of his shtick. Yeah, yeah no, but I mean, a lot of them. Be, again, it's like for aesthetic purposes, right? And because like, oh, uh, and some like the uh, the athletes that like would tan beforehand would put it on under like <laughs> spray tan, right? How do you know this? You know that I know the ins and outs of the business, man. <laughs> Clearly. All right. Next one. Uh, former LSU head coach Les Miles would eat grass during games. So literally, he would grab the grass. There's yeah. video evidence of this. Yeah. And chew on it. And Did what it? he said, he goes, I have a little tradition that humbles me as a man that lets me know that I'm a part of the field and part of the game. I can tell you one thing the grass in Tiger Stadium tastes best. But doesn't Ray Lewis do the same? Didn't he do the same thing too with his little dance? Did he eat the grass? I'm pretty sure he did. I don't find that that I, weird. I don't find it that weird at all. No, no, I no. That's weird to me. Why? Uh, yeah, whatever. We'll get it. Okay, this one. Sergio Gocochea. Oh, what a pronunciation right he, there. Yeah, he was an Argentinian keeper back in like the 80s and 90s. Yeah. So every time there was a penalty shootout, after any, every time a player kicked the ball, he would relieve himself. Like, what do you mean? Like, so you he'd, go like, he'd go like to the side, and yeah. I don't know how he would do it. Maybe just lift like the short leg oh, and a quick wow. like little spritz, and then back to the next penalty. How do you have figure. that kind of control? I have no idea. Yeah. But he's like, what if it gets into like the eighth kicker? He goes, he goes, I was very subtle and nobody complained. Made it to the uh, Italian 90 final. Lost. Hey, unfortunately. Got to go relook re at this, some of this footage. There's no footage. I looked everywhere. <laughs> it's old school, right? 80s I'm and 90s. Sure you did, you creep. <laughs> yeah, no, that's kind of, that's not that, that's. But how do, as, how do you do that on command? That's not as weird as the gold thong and the peeing on your hands. Okay. Next one. This one isn't that crazy, but. I just found it interesting. Jason Terry of the NBA, former player, uh, he'd wear shorts of the opponents before every game. So he'd own a pair of shorts of every NBA team and go to bed in those shorts. Because to him, he got like a, a mental competitive edge. It's kind of strange, right? It's, kind of it's, it's weird, but it's, yeah, it's not grosser. Like, I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. Okay. Next one. Former tennis player. This is a tough one. Goran Ivanisevic. I don't know what. Did I hit it? Goran Ivanisevic. Sevich or Sevich? Anyway, he would repeat the events of a day if he won a match during a tournament. So he'd wear the same clothes, eat at the same restaurant, even talk to the same people. That's that's can't always. What what, what happens if like Justin was out of town? I couldn't reach him. So he's done. Like done. Yeah, yeah. This is OCD. This is this is this is pretty common. Like you hear guys that you know do the same routine every single time. So I mean. Okay. Yeah. Larry Walker and the number three former uh, was he an Expo? Yeah. Yeah. And Expo Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. Canadian Cardinal. Uh, he wore the number thirty-three for his entire career. Made sure the phone company gave him a number with as many threes as he could get, and we'd only wake up at thirty-three past the hour. Walker even got married on November third at three thirty-three p.m. So he likes three. Not weird. Superstitious. Not it's weird. Stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. Some people got to deal with this stuff on a daily, man. Yeah, I, I don't, I mean. You don't have any OCD issues? No, I mean, I've got a lot of issues, <laughs> but no, nothing like superstitious. You don't have to like lock the door three times before you leave? No, no, no I don't, but there's one. I don't care about like black cats. I've walked under ladders, none of that stuff. If you sneeze, me. so again, in my culture, when you sneeze, you can't, you have to wait like 10 minutes before you leave the house or something like that. If you sneeze. 
And you abide by that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. But what does that mean? So you can't leave I don't know. Now. My mom My mom always told me, just, you can't leave the house. All right, I won't leave the house. I never heard that one before. I do. When I lock the doors <laughs> at my house, I got to go do the front door. I open it, open the screen door, close it, lock that, grab the door, rub the front of the lock, close the door, lock it, then do the side door, same thing. Hmm. And, and what does that bring? I have bring no you? idea. But I've been doing it for the last like five, six years. Interesting. And now I cannot go to bed without doing that. Really? How do you lock like, when you lock it from the inside? What do you do? Just lock it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Just lock it, dude. I have no idea. I'm losing my mind. Okay, next one. Mike Bibby, legend Mike Bibby. So he clipped his fingernails during timeouts to the point where, like, he'd go to the bench, trainer yeah. give him his clippers every single time, and he'd clip his nails. You do it that quickly? Like, how fast do your nails grow back? I have, I have no idea. <laughs> they don't every time quick. out. Every I, time out. I clip this, mine, like, once a week. Yeah, like, every three, four days? Yeah, every three, four days. Yeah. Once a week. What are you trying to do? It's disgusting. I've got nice, nice nails, man. Okay, let's move okay, on. That's kind of gross. Uh, uh, next one. <laughs> a soccer team bathed in a crocodile and hippo-infested river before a game. <laughs> <laughs> it went as well as just uh, as you expect. So it was 2008. It was an African team, and they were on a heavy-duty losing streak. Mm. And the coach said, listen, you guys got to go into this river and clean yourselves. It was called the Zambezi River, which is infested with crocodiles and hippos. Unfortunately, I don't know why I shouldn't laugh. What happened? One of the players died. Oh. They drowned. And drowned? Drowned? Wow, not even a hippo. Or and that sounds like murder, man. And, that doesn't uh, sound like an and accident the, to And me. the team lost their next match. Well, yeah, they were probably mourning their fallen player. Yeah. What what are we doing here, dude? That's yeah, that's you lose into the river. Doesn't that sound like murder to you? Sleep with the fishes. I don't know. That's the story. That's the story that wow. I found. How, like how, when there's like how many you know like fifteen of you? I know uh, like eleven on a soccer team, but I assume coaches and you know some backups, whatever. <laughs> like if they're if you're in the river together, like how does that happen? How do you let that happen to your friend? Yeah, who knows, dude? There's a lot. Is it like know. you? It's like if you guys take me like to hey, we're gonna have a pool party, and then I don't I don't come back. Yeah, there's something going on there. Next one. Okay, this is the final one. <laughs> Uh, this one's well known. It's disgusting, but it's well known. Yes. Uh, former UFC light heavyweight champion Lyoto Machida drank his own pee every single day <sighs> leading up to a fight. But why? Because his dad told him to. It was like, they think that there's health benefits. So Machida's dad, he goes, when you drink urine in the morning, it helps you flush your system out. So it basically cleans your system every day when you drink your urine. He was doing, his dad was doing an interview with Ariel Hawani, <laughs> and they were talking about it. And he goes, I'll do it right now. He leaves the interview, goes to the bathroom, gets a cup, pees in the cup, and chugs it right on air. Man. Like it was nothing. He's like, oh, how's it taste? He's sometimes salty, sometimes sweet. Ah, yeah. <laughs> depends, ah. depends on your diet. Oh, my God. But yeah, I don't know if he's cutting or not, I guess, too. Yeah, your diet, I don't think you should be drinking your own pee, Sean. I, I do not, for the record, drink my own pee. <laughs> McDonald's, Burger around. King, oh, Arby's. God. <laughs> Roast beef from Arby's. Ugh. All right, you guys want to rank these things? Uh, do you have to agree? No. Degree? Or is it like a, like a team? Like, what do you. It's a communal effort? Could be a communal effort. I'm going to say drinking your peas and the word, the weirdest of them all. That's number one. That's, weird. That's the weirdest one. Yeah, yeah I guess. The, I mean, uh, the top two might have to be with the pee, right? Moises Alou peed on yeah, his hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have Machida's number one. And maybe the guy relieving himself after every penalty. Case. So the top three are no, guys. No, that's who, not that weird to me. That's pretty weird. Dude, dude. he goes to the side of the net. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. Lifts the short and the jock and lets it Wait, was he a fly. keeper? He was a keeper. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, then. Like the, yeah, that's weird. It is weird. 
like the soccer team murder is, is weirder to me. Yeah, but that's an isolated incident, though. Yeah, but that it's not the murder. It's the fact that they jumped into the river to change I mean, their that, fortunes. That, that is a part of the story, though. Yeah, you, it is. You, I know, I know. You All right, just, I'll, fine. You guys can have your number three, the penalty kick. I want to go, like, eating grass during games. That's not that that's weird. Not, I, I put that at the bottom. He grabs yeah. the grass, yeah. puts it in his mouth, chews it, and swallows it. That's grass fine. Is, it's like normal, isn't it? That's like, that's like yeah, number that nine. pesticide-filled grass. It's LSU turf. It's like the best of the best. We're not talking about like Hamilton grass. <laughs> so LSU Tiger Stadium grass. That's well manicured, man. That's Yeah, that's it's nice grass. That's yeah. good lawn right there. I know, it's good lawn. Yeah. Well-nurtured lawn. Yeah, I, I, I think that's up near the bottom. Okay, so the, Next P guys, the P guys are the top three. Next for me would be the mm. the river. But that's my yeah, that's number four. Okay, I still a river guy in there. So four. And then Bibby probably after that. That's a weird habit. Uh, Clipping the nails? No, I put the gold thong above. That is strange. Like think just, about the gold thong above Bibby for think sure. Think about the times you've watched Jason Giambi play. Uh, he might have been wearing a golden thong. The fact that Derek's fine. Wore it. fine with the thong, eh? John? Yeah, I've never worn one personally, but I, I'd be fine with it. Have you ever worn one? No. Justin? Same. At least I don't think I have. Okay. Next. <laughs> what did we decide on? We, we went uh, we went thong? Yeah, we went thong. Yeah, yeah. Two out of three, I guess. So we have, well, that's the top five? thumbnails? Is that the top five? Th- thumbnails. Is that the top five? Fingernails. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's just go to the top five. We'll be going through this yeah, all day. We'll so listen, anything that has to do with pee, top of the it's list. It's kind of weird, yeah. What's your biggest superstition? Superstition. Uh, superstition. Justin. Biggest superstition. The sneezing thing is interesting, but that's more that's of like a uh, cultural thing. Right? Cultural thing, like same thing with like your left hand is itchy, like it is right now. Yeah, money. Good luck, Good luck and money. Right. So I had a Cuban friend, and they came from Cuba in like early '90s, and the mom, anytime someone would say cancer in the room, she'd spit all over herself. What? Yeah, Cubans. Certain Cubans really? do that. It's like you're spitting off like the bad karma, like the molokio oh. that's out there. Interesting. If someone says cancer. Yeah, you're a big superstition guy. I mean, I don't like when people talk about, like, even uh, we just mentioned the whole lock here, thing and stuff like that. The lock thing, I don't like when people talk about, like, death around me and, like, mm. illness and I stuff. I, like I don't do, like it, man. I like doing that stuff around you. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> I hate tell, it. That says a lot. Huh? I always, a, I always tell him I'm here for a good time, not for a long time. He's like, Sean, don't say that. Yeah, why, man. Is the, why are you putting that energy out there? You want to be here for a long time. Yeah, but that's energy, it's not nah. superstitions, though. Yeah, I guess. That's like you're putting out negative energy. <laughs> that's fine. You know, that's all you got, Sean? You know, yeah, no, I don't. What's your I don't, superstition? I don't have any of that stuff, man. I like that's like I have like things I, I'm afraid of, but I don't have superstitions. I think it's what are you afraid of, man? <laughs> afraid of? <laughs> that's no. a di- I want to know your biggest episode, fear, man. Huh? Uh, I don't know, drowning probably. I don't uh, like. I don't like. Uh, I don't like water. <laughs> I agree with you on that. Yeah. Would you rather? I'm not even going to go there. Not even going to go there. Yeah, okay, let's wrap this up. Malocchio, I'm not yeah. exactly. I, that's why I didn't say. It. You see what I'm saying? I can't even say it. Yeah. <laughs> Just spitting all over myself. Okay, next segment. Let's take a little break. Picks. NFL picks. NFL week six picks. Let me go over some of our records. Oof. It's been a while since we made a pick. Since week four. Uh, yeah, it's a couple weeks. Yeah. Okay, since week four. Here are the picks. Albert. Overall. Record, five and three. Thank you very much. Respectable. Not bad, yeah. Don't clap. Not even like a no. little slow cap. All right. Justin yeah, we Pooney. We don't like you very much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's Justin Pooney's. Oh, boy. Can you guess it? Yeah, it's like one for four. One and six. <laughs> six? Six. Oh, well, that's including well, locks. We also had like your super locks of the Colorado oh. Buffaloes. <laughs> 
come on, son. Sean, two and five. So you guys need, you guys got to do some catching up. Feel good, feel good this week. Okay, so we do the lock of the week, yes. and we do the gut pick of the week. Sean, start it off with the, the lock of the week. Well, it was going to be the 49ers. I liked the, the line opened at three. The line is now 10. Uh, yeah. So I'm not touching that. Then I was like, well, maybe I'll go with the Eagles. They look good. It was like six and a half. Uh, but then they got a couple issues on the with their cornerbacks. So I'm not taking them either. Long story short, Detroit Lions minus three over Albert's Buccaneers. Well, that's your lock, eh? That's my lock. I like that. I just think the Lions are a tier above the Buccaneers. I think... Uh, their defense is good enough to deal with with Baker. Uh, mm-hmm. Baker's been great against the pass rush this the, this season, but that's historically not the case. Uh, and I just think the the Lions' offense is too powerful for the Bucks. I think what it's I like the Bucks this year as far as that division goes, but I don't like them. Why you gotta take? Why 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 you gotta do that, man? I don't know. Well, we can have another lunch bet because you won the last one. No, my yeah. lock is I'm the Lions. Oh, nice. No, not nice. Oh, why? Because I'm because of death. <laughs> oh, do I need to change that? No, the number is great. It's three. The Lions are legit. I like the let's, Bucks, but I let's mean, root together. I like the Bucks, but I think Teamwork. I'm talking about superstition. I got something in my net throat right now. I'm dying. Right yeah, now. what's going on with you? I don't know. Since we started recording, it's like I got like that little tickle. In my yeah, throat. your eyes are turning red. <laughs> I'm trying to hold this. Right you have an EpiPen with you? No. <laughs> you gonna be all right? Maybe yeah. Uh, enough to make your pick. <laughs> yeah. We, it's the it. funny thing <laughs> is, we, the funny thing is, we took like three breaks. You could have gone up and got some water. Like, <laughs> yeah, I could have. All right, let's hear it. Lock My lock: week. the Jacksonville Jaguars. Really? Minus four and a half against the Colts. No Anthony Richardson, Gardner Minshew. Minshew mania will not be running wild against. They're laying them. four right now. Yeah. As usual, I disagree with Justin. Of course he does. <laughs> Look, I think the Jaguars. They. You know, they played well against the Bills. Mm-hmm. I think they got to build on that. So huge. now it's time for them to go and take this. They got to rev man. it up, rev it up. That was a division. huge spot game, though. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you had mm-hmm. you had the Bills coming into London, which they came in on a Friday yeah, for and they Sunday complained game. And Ridiculous. All that. That's, That's their fault, though. No, no, smart. I agree. That's I agree. All I'm just saying, them. like, I think, and then you have all the injuries to Buffalo secondary. I think that was just a perfect spot for the Jags. I like the Jags. I think they've underachieved as far as like the rest of the season goes this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Minshew is probably one of the best backups in the league. Yeah. you probably better than some of the starters out there. Uh, the Colts will run a lot, but. Yeah, and Jonathan Taylor's back. I like that second pick. week back. No, I'm a good Jack. I'd be on the Colts if I was if I was picking that game. Okay. Yeah. Got pick of the week, Sean McCormick. The uh, gut. Oh, uh, I almost, I, I feel confident about this one. It's a more of a lock too, but we'll call the That's gut. That's fine. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers on Monday night against the Dallas mm, Cowboys. Okay. I'm going to go money line here. I'm not go taking, money line? Yeah, it's plus two and a half, I think. Anything under yeah, three plus one ten right now. You can get the, the charges line. on money line. Yeah, so let's do that. Um, You're buying into the fall of the the Cowboys. The yeah, not, I mean, not so much. I, I, again, I still like the Cowboys long term. Um, again, the the Chargers are coming off a bye. They get Eckler back. He's healthy. Um, Everybody is so down on the Cowboys. I disagree right now. with it for that exact reason. Everybody's yeah. so down on the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, but they're still favored, right? I just and and again, I think I think it'll be tight. But I'm gonna say, you know, maybe last possession. We'll see what Dak Prescott's made of because, again, he's getting questioned again over and over every season he gets questioned. I like Dak. I think he's, you know, top 10, top 12 quarterback in the league. Well, now you got the media going after Jerry Jones saying, do you need to change your quarterback before you, you kick the bucket? Jerry's saying that. See, that's what they're saying. I mean, look at Don't this. put that Malocchio. Sorry, there, Jerry. <laughs> oh, yeah, back, back to Dory. Jerry's going to live for a while, okay? I said that before a couple episodes ago. But oh, you did, yeah. Jerry's uh, going to be. Did you? Remember yeah, I said he's yeah, not, yeah, you don't know how long he's going to be around for. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, no, Jerry's going to be around. Love you, Jerry. Love you, Jerry. Um, <clears throat> my gut feeling is I think. No, not think. What's the gut telling you? It's telling me that I should go 
Raiders. Um, Raiders and the loss. Patriots. Money line. Okay. I don't trust either team. Josh McDaniels was Bill Belichick. Um, Mac Jones is horrible. I don't think Mac Jones is horrible. He's though. horrible. I don't think he's, he's horrible. horrible. No, I think he's that horrible. team is horrible. No, no, he's horrible. Bill Belichick is just not a good coach without Tom Brady. That's Ooh. just the honest truth. His record, he's under 500 without Brady as his quarterback, dating back to God knows yeah, when. Look what he's been dealt since, but... Uh, Get him out of there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have a strong opinion on this game. I, I think I would lean maybe Patriots. Minus 148. To, that's uh, the Raiders on the money line. So you want Raiders? Yeah, Raiders, yeah. <laughs> My gut, I'm going with the Jets. Plus seven against the Eagles. Oh, I just feel like this game. No, 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 no. I just think, I just think that what's seven. Yeah. I saw it at six. Okay. I think that number is just too big. Like I just can't dismiss the Jets defense and the Eagles, to be honest. I know they're one of the better teams in the league, but they haven't really hit the ground running yet. Truly. They played really good against the Rams. They, that score was not indicative how they played. Zach Wilson's kind of turning it around too. I just, I believe, I believe in the Jets right now. I I was, I was going to be on the opposite side, but yeah, they look, they're without Darius Slay now this weekend. I think that'll hurt them a lot. Where are we at with the Jets right now? They're whatever. They're mediocre. They are they're exactly. They're it's right whatever. in the middle. A place like you do yeah, not want to be. They're, they're like they're, they're not making the playoffs. They're like the Tennessee Titans and all that. They just whatever. So Justin, should we talk about Sean's Broncos quickly? <laughs> well, that was funny last night. Holy smokes! Watching dude. that, it just shows you just how bad Russell Wilson is and how him and Sean Payton do not get along. Why can't Jared Stidham? Oh my God! Why can't get him in there? It's gonna happen. Watch. No, it won't. It will. It won't. I it mean, will. Russ, before last night, had a good season going. He had a good first halves of games. He didn't kind of finish. If you're not winning games, game. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, but putting Jared Stidham in there is not going to help them win games either. And now, I mean, before last night, like their their defense let them down in every game. Finally, the defense plays a game and the offense doesn't yeah. show up. So, again, I, I don't have any expectations for this team. I said before the season, six wins was my prediction. Jeez. I might not get there. but No, I know. That's crazy. No. But that's that's fine. Did you, um, that's fine. I prefer them to lose. At did you point. guys see what Steve Smith said about yes. Jerry Judy? That was yeah. hilarious. Wow. I've never seen that on TV like that before. I like, like an analyst. He's like, he's like, if people rec- like, who's calling Steve Smith about Jerry Judy? I don't know. <laughs> what a, Dude, what an Smith. egotistical it's thing Steve to say. Smith. What, wow. are the, what are the best wide receivers? Of, of no, fan, what, yeah. do call, what do you call Judy? Like a wide WR3 or something? Tier, like that? Tier, 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 tier three, three receiver. Tier three receiver. Which, quite frankly, with this amount of skill set he has, he has all the skills to be a tier one wide receiver. He did nothing last night. Nothing. No. Can I add one more uh, gut pick? Sure. Sure. I want to. You it? know me. I like to hit Kenny Danny. Walker. Who is Kenny that? Walker touchdown. No, no. I'm gonna hit. Uh, you guys made fun of me for my my gut pick a couple weeks ago, and it was Kenny Walker, and it did hit. Yep. I'm gonna go back to the anytime touchdown market. Old man Adam Thielen, plus two sixty to score a touchdown this week. Thielen against the Lions? Uh, not the Lions. Plus the Dolphins. Sixty. Yeah. Okay. All right. No Devon Achan. Good. No Devon. Stop. Not a wish injury upon anybody, but I got a lot of Raheem Mostert in fantasy. So. All right, quick uh, recap of the picks. Locks, me and Sean, both on the lines, minus three points. God help us. Sean, or Sean, excuse me, Justin Pooney on the Jags, minus the four points. Sean's uh, gut pick, Chargers plus 110, right? That's your pick. And then Adam Thielen, touchdown, plus 260. Tight. You're going Raiders, the lost dark, minus 148 mm-hmm. to win the game. And I'm going with the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets. plus seven Jets. against the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's the end of the show, boys. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. that's it. <laughs>
All right, that's it for this week's episode of Homestand Sports. We'll be back on Monday with a new episode. Make sure you rate and review the podcast. The audio version is available wherever you get your favorite podcasts, specifically Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify. You can also watch the video version of the podcast. Head over to the Homestand Sports YouTube over there. Don't forget to like and subscribe. But every time we drop a podcast, the video version will be on the Homestand Sports YouTube channel. That's it for me. As I said, back on Monday, this has been Homestand Sports. I'm Albert Vartanian.